Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning. How was your Thanksgiving? I hope it was exactly what you needed, full of some combination of the Fs. I keep adding to the list of Fs, but they're all applicable. Family or friends or both. Or friends who are like family. That was me, actually, with my plans changing unexpectedly. I had a friend show up who invited herself for dinner. She did not want me to be alone. So a friend who is like family. Faith, fellowship, food, fun, a lot of football. I hope no major headaches from traveling. I actually ended up having to fly on Friday and Sunday. And it turned out to be one of the easiest Thanksgiving travel experiences I've ever had. So I was very thankful for that. I know there was weather early last week and weather on Sunday in different parts of the country. Gosh, some friends of mine in Oklahoma had a couple inches of snow. I am jealous. I want some snow. (laughs) Anyway, whatever your Thanksgiving, however you marked it, some people had to work. Of course, I hope it was exactly what you needed. We are excited to be back together reconvening after a few days apart Lots of football, both NFL and college, uh, and we'll get to more of it coming up on our Monday night show when we wrap week 12 in the NFL, Uh, but we just don't have time to get to all the great college stuff, so I know a lot of you have already been thinking about it, talking about it since it was uh, on Saturday, a lot of it, some on Friday too. I promise we'll do a little more college football Uh, Well, a lot more college football coming up on Monday night, along with the game between the Vikings and the Bears. So an NFC North battle that maybe has seen better days, but you never know what we might have in store for us. And as I've promised, producer Jay, an epic food story on the next edition of the show, because I did, in fact, set a pie on fire. It wasn't supposed to be on fire. I nearly grabbed the fire extinguisher, but then thought, there's got to be another way to put this fire out. If I use that extinguisher, I will ruin my entire kitchen. I do not need that right before a wedding and Bob moving in. So, no. (laughs) No fire extinguisher, just a fire that I had to figure out. That's dangerous. There is actually photographic evidence. I don't know if I'm brave enough to share it. You all think so highly of me and my baking, but let me just tell you, this will be forever be the the baddest baking story of my entire life on fire, like as in flames shooting out the top of my body. <laughs> I honestly can't wait for this story. 
<laughs> I can't. My Thanksgiving fun included fire. Oh, there's another F. It could be family, <laughs> friends, food, fellowship, faith, fun, football, fire. And fire. And fire drill. And fire extinguisher. <laughs> and fire emergency. <laughs> Not fire safety. <laughs> there was also fire safety. There was no fire alarm. Fire, That's good. Fire, fire. Oh, it's good stuff. It's a good story. You will laugh so hard you will cry when I tell you what I did. It it was not on purpose, obviously. (laughs) And I had to turn around and bake that same pie the next morning, knowing what not to do. (laughs) I mean, you know, trial and error, you learned. (laughs) It's After Hours CBS on Twitter. And then After Hours with Amy Lawrence on Facebook. Uh, You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio, coming up in 15 minutes or so. We will head to Baltimore because the Ravens go into their bye week with the best record in the AFC. The best record in the AFC at 9-3. and Now, they have the same number of losses as the Dolphins, Jaguars, and Chiefs, who are all division leaders, but they are still sitting in that top spot right now in the tougher division or the tougher conference in football. And it's also a tough division. Jay and I were laughing about this. Now, we're jumping the gun a little bit, but... Uh, do you remember those features? Was it features on shoot? I can't remember. What if I told you it were those part of? I can't remember what those were. Were those Tom Rinaldi's? Uh, remember he used to do some features for ESPN. He's not with them anymore, but I I can't remember if that's what it was. I think those were the thirty for thirty intros. Are those? Oh, right? that's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thirty for thank you, Jay. The thirty for thirty intros. What if I told you? Oh, yeah. Well, that fits here. And maybe it will someday be a 30 for 30. But what if I told you that a week 13 matchup between the Broncos and the Texans in 2023 would be one full of playoff implications? Are you kidding me? What if I told you the AFC South has three teams with winning records? Come on. That can't even be remotely true. And yet it is. The South has more winning teams than the West or the East. I don't suppose it's fair to call that the toughest division in football because the AFC North has got the better records and the top team, but come on. Broncos and Texans. Is anyone going to vote for that game, do you think? (laughs) Are you going to put it in the Week 13 Game of the Week poll? I think it absolutely has to be in there. You think it has to be there? It has to be. I don't think it'll win because we've also got San Francisco-Philadelphia next week, which is a rematch of the NFC Championship. I don't know when I became the person who looked ahead, but I am now. It's intriguing to think about the possibilities in the AFC. And to that end, the NFL gives us nothing but NFC on on Thanksgiving Day. I didn't even realize that on the day. Yeah, well, and that would explain why they weren't all uber competitive because it's very top-heavy in the NFC, similar to last season. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So we're going to get to Ravens and Chargers from Sunday Night Football. We'll head to Baltimore. We'll talk to our friend Rob Long from our Baltimore affiliate, 105.7 The Fan. But before that, to continue with the theme of what if I told you, this is, it's not even possible for me to say it with a straight face. I have a visceral reaction to it. What if I told you at this point in the NFL season, through week 12, the Broncos, Texans, and Colts would all have better records than the Bills and Bengals? 
Seriously, let that sink in. I know it's a Monday morning and you're shaking the cobwebs out, but that's actually true. The Bills and Bengals right now are on the outside of the playoff picture looking in. Texans, Colts, and Broncos are right there in the mix. I'm almost speechless. The Bills had 500-plus yards on Sunday against the Eagles. They started out with a pair of takeaways in the first half, but they also had 10 penalties. And this is really the Bills. They can be dynamic. They can look like the best team in football, which is why nobody wants to give up on them. And, and you really shouldn't, but they just can't seem to get it all together at the same time. Very rarely. They are their own worst enemies. That is what I am determined to see through about this Bills team. If you can stop being your own worst enemy, missing field goals, throwing ill-timed interceptions. Now, they didn't have a ton of turnovers yesterday, but the, the idea that they can be so good and then waste it, waste the performance because they can't close the door, they can't, keep from making those those mistakes. You can blame the officials all you want, and boy, did I get plenty of people on Twitter who are blaming the officials. Nah. The Raiders didn't commit any penalties either, and they still got hammered by the Chiefs. The Ravens had a penalty-free game. Ravens, sorry. Raiders had a penalty-free performance against Kansas City at home and still lost big time by double figures. The Bills are always more aggressive. Um, The Eagles, I mean, they're generally an aggressive team. But in this particular case, the Bills were kind of taking liberties with the rules. Ten penalties and a missed field goal in the first half. Another missed field goal in the second half. And you can only give the Eagles so many opportunities. So, yeah, with a bunch of key pieces missing on that defense, I, I feel like they've played extremely well. But once the Eagles found a groove... Three straight touchdown drives in the second half. Smith, now he goes into the slot. Back goes Hurts. He pumps. He fires. Touchdown! Smith! What a well thrown football this is. Yes, it was. Perfect design, perfect execution, and he throws it just slightly away from that inside safety where skinny Batman can go up, <laughs> snare the ball, pull it in, and avoid a big collision. From the 29. Back goes Hurts. He looks. He starts to roll. Looking downfield, waving people down. He fires into the end zone, and it is caught! Touchdown! Caught by Zacchaeus! You can hear the crowd there in Philadelphia. I was listening to uh, part of this game on the radio, and they kept commenting on both the Bills and Eagles radio network. So Chris Brown for the Bills, and then Merrill Reese uh, for the Eagles, they kept commenting how loud it was there and that it was just a raucous atmosphere in Philadelphia. That's the go-ahead touchdown to Zacchaeus, a 29-yarder, and it's early in the fourth quarter. Now, the Bills are able to answer, and this is why, again, teams do – well, teams can't take them lightly, but experts and analysts do not want to count them out because you can see what the offense is capable of when they're not – making life so difficult and ratcheting up the degree of difficulty with all their mistakes. Allen going to go in the shotgun here. Two receivers to the left. Davis on the right. Kincaid on the left side attached to the line. 
Here's the snap. Fake to Murray. Quick hitter to Gabe Davis on a slant for the touchdown. Gabe Davis with a seven-yard touchdown reception. And the Bills are back in front with 1.52 to play. Gabe Davis, critical figure, pivotal moments for him in the fourth quarter and then on into overtime. So he catches that touchdown from Josh Allen, and that's late fourth quarter. It's a five-minute drive. It feels like the Bills are steady. Now, Philadelphia gets the game-tying field goal, and this is your reminder that kickers are people too. It was a 59-yarder from Jake Elliott in driving rain. I mean, it was pouring. In fact, Jay and I both had to drive to work in that rain because it kept marching its way up the eastern seaboard, uh, and we had to drive into New York City after Sunday night football. So Jake Elliott, give him all the props in the world. They go into overtime, and this is what I'm talking about with Gabe Davis. On uh, their first, so the first possession was the Bills. As they're into the red zone, on their last shot at the end zone, Davis breaks out, the ball goes in. Don't know who was right, don't know where the miscommunication happened, only that Davis would have been wide open in the back of the end zone because there was nobody in the middle for the Eagles. Nobody that was available Free, all hands on deck to defend in the middle of the end zone. It was wide open. And so Davis goes out, but the ball is in. And the reactions from Joe Brady, who's the interim offensive coordinator, from Josh Allen was, oh, no. They had it, knowing that they had it. And they weren't able to get the touchdown. Instead, they settled for a field goal, which means what? Ball is back in the hands of Jalen Hurts. And at this point, it looks like the Bills' defense is dog-tired. Jalen's able to pick them apart. A couple of long passes to Devontae Smith. And methodically down the field. And the Eagles are used to this, right? Because this is a fourth consecutive game in which they had to rally from double figures down. Three receivers left. Now Swift goes in motion. Hurts on a quarterback draw. He's at the five. He's in. Touchdown. The Eagles win. Hurts does it again. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? (laughs) He's amazing. Yo, there's a party at Lincoln Financial Field. And the Eagles are 10-1. What a win. What a win. You're all invited. There's a party here at Lincoln Financial Field. You know, I kind of had a little reflection moment of what, what am I supposed to say? You know, what do you guys want me to say? You know, and we would just continue to find ways to win. We continue to find ways to win. We play together. We, uh, we've shown our resiliency uh, day in and day out, game in and game out. We've been challenged in a number of different ways. Um, but we, we always find a way, you know, and that's something you can't really take for granted. Um, and it's hard to quantify. Jalen Hurts also dealing with a bum knee. And you may have heard the report on the broadcast. He's I think it was Tracy Wolfson, right? He's just going to have to deal with it the rest of the season. Uh, there's no way that they're they're going to be able to fix it. It's He's going to be playing on it. And so, yeah, he's just dealing with the pain. Every now and then you'll see the limping. But still, four consecutive rallies for the Eagles as they move to 10-1. and one, And that builds such incredible confidence. And so, to a man in the locker room, they know. Ah, as long as there's time on the clock. 
feel like our offense is going to, you know, either put up enough points for us to win or even if, if we're slacking on defense. There have been times this year where we slacked on defense. The offense did enough for us to win, and they, I guess they have confidence in us to make enough stops for us to get a win. Oh, yeah, the confidence is spreading. James Bradbury for the Eagles. And then for the Bills, as I say, Josh Allen, four touchdowns, and then they end up with 500-plus yards of offense, but it's wasted. I think effort was there. Execution was there. Um, just got to make a couple more plays, and you know, there's a couple we wish we had back. Obviously a hard-fought game. Game went back and forth. Um, I thought our guys played hard. I uh, had some opportunities to win it. And um, at the end of the day, they made more plays than we did. We had them. You know, we were driving on the field looking good. Um, good Philly defense. And, but at the end of the day, we knew we could uh, win on against them. And, you know, we just didn't execute on the last play. Oh, Gabe Davis. He comes off the field after that miscommunication, shall we label it. And he slams his helmet down. And he's got Stephon Diggs and some of the other guys who are talking to him. And they're going through what happened. But, yeah, you hear him say, we had him. We had them. We were right there and had to settle for a field goal. Um, and so they squandered this opportunity. They had 14 points off turnovers in the first half. They had the lead multiple times late. The defense just couldn't quite keep them at bay. But the offense bears responsibility, too. A fourth-quarter interception for Josh Allen leads to the go-ahead TD for Philly. And then that miscue in the end zone in overtime. The Bills are 6-6. Six and six. And yet they don't feel like a six and six team. Now I'm a big believer that you are what your record says you are. And the bills continue to make it so hard on themselves. The Eagles, meanwhile, haven't played their best football and they're 10 and one. And so, yeah, we get Eagles Niners, Eagles Niners next week. And the bills, meanwhile, along with the Bengals on the outside of the playoff picture, looking in, Before the season started, and then we'll get to our break. Before the season started, Jay and I did a video. We also asked you the question on the show. Which new teams would get into the playoffs after the 23 campaign? Because there are 14 teams, roughly seven turnover every year. But who in the world would have thought the Bills and Bengals would be two of the teams that were out to make room for two new teams? And who would have said, oh, yeah, Texans and Colts? are going to be playoff. Are you kidding me? The Texans and the Colts? The Colts are using a backup quarterback who thinks he's Brett Favre and wears overalls. Not, it's fine. It doesn't matter what he wears. I'm just making a point. He's a unique cat. Gardner Minshew does whatever he wants, right? He just, he's a, he's all or nothing. But whatevs. I mean, that's the beauty of football. Very different offense with Minshew. With Miss Shaw, or as someone posted on our Facebook page, Min Chow. <laughs> lets it hang, you know. He lets it hang. He he certainly does let it hang. All right, coming up, the Ravens have the best record in the stacked AFC. Let's talk about the best and the worst of Baltimore and what is their identity under their new offensive coordinator. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Lamar in the shotgun. He sends Zane Flowers wide to the right. Now he brings Flowers in motion to the left. He gives it to Flowers on the jet sweep. He cuts inside the numbers. He's in the 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Ravens! The Zay is in the board! And the Ravens knock out the Chargers in L.A. Into the Super Bowl is a goal, you know, but we're going to just take it a week at a time. That's all we can do. We can't worry about being a number one seed or anything like that. You know, it's the NFL. Anything can happen any given Sunday, Thursday. Whenever you play Monday, you know, we just got to keep focusing, keep trying to win these games because it's a tough league. Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. The voice of one, Lamar Jackson, fourth NFL quarterback to rush for 5,000 yards in his career, but well, well quicker. That, that makes no sense. Uh, but much quicker, 22 games quicker than Michael Vick. And so he's leaving his mark in many ways, but what he really wants is to be a billionaire and to be a champion, as he's told us more than once. Jerry Sandusky with the call of the Zay Flowers touchdown, the second that put this game out of reach on Sunday Night Football in L.A. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We're pleased to welcome Rob Long from our Baltimore affiliate, 105.7. The fan gets ready for the Big Bad Morning Show in these moments, and uh, we'll give him a little early prep work. Uh, happy Thanksgiving belated to you, Rob. I hope you had a nice uh, week. Did you take time off or were you working? No, nah, my favorite holiday. I didn't take – I took off – naturally, I was off Thursday and Friday, but I worked the rest of the week. Gotcha. All right. My favorite holiday, too, for the meal, generally. <laughs> Although, <laughs> this year, I did set a pie on fire, but that's a story for another day. Okay, so let's talk about these Ravens. They've got a new offensive coordinator, right? We know that Lamar Jackson has felt a little freer. He's talked about the ability to change things or maybe submit his own suggestions. What do you see that's the major difference between the Ravens' offense this season in and last year? Better pass offense. It seems like receivers have space. There were multiple times where several analysts and former pro football players pointed out that the Ravens would have two and sometimes three receivers in the same spot. And as a quarterback, that means defenders. That means defenders are around as well. Uh, you don't have that now. You have you have a lot of wide-open receivers, which tells me you're setting, setting it up differently. 
but you don't see receivers bunched together as much running routes now. And you see a, a probably more decisive Lamar Jackson. Why? Because, you know, it's easier to make those decisions when they're spacing. Why the issues in the red zone? Because that still bothers me about the Ravens this year. Sometimes they get too cute, honestly. Uh, you know, because Edwards is the man. You know, run him inside. You know, uh, you know, maybe even run Lamar off tackle a little bit on some of your uh, RPOs. But to me, the Ravens sometimes get way too cute uh, when they're inside the red zone, especially when they're inside the 10. Uh, instead of doing what they do best and getting the ball to Gus Edwards, who never falls backwards, Gus Edwards was destroyed yesterday on the third and one call in the backfield. He somehow ended up falling forward for the first down. That's what he does. And sometimes it seems like they go away from it. There was a time last night where they ran the first two plays inside the 10, and Edwards wasn't even on the field. Why? Huh. That's your best, that's your best uh, uh, situation with him there. And sometimes I just think they get too cute. So they are averaging 27 points per game, but there are certainly games where it's clear that it's going to be a grind. A lot of that happens in the AFC North, so those games are a different animal. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Rob Long from Baltimore uh, getting set for the Big Bad Morning Show on 105.7 The Fan. So, Rob, the defense has been amazing. And I would say a, a great surprise for the Ravens considering they lost multiple starters to injuries. What is the hallmark of this defense? Uh, to be honest with you, Amy, getting to the quarterback, which I thought was going to be the biggest weakness <laughs> of this of this defense, I, I didn't. I mean, maybe and Cloudy, who knew? I was not <laughs> for that 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 signing because he just hadn't gotten it done. And all I wanted to get it done now. I'm not, I'm a big South Carolina Gamecock fan, and he hadn't played this well since his sophomore year in college. To be honest with you, uh, what he's doing right now is is just unreal. He had two more quarterback hits last night and a sack. They had nine hits on Justin Herbert, which I think makes things a lot easier for the secondary. But speaking of the secondary, Kyle Hamilton, uh, the Ravens' Mike McDonald, defensive coordinator, has been a genius in how he's – I didn't think Kyle Hamilton could play a traditional safety in the NFL. Well, I still don't know whether he can or not because they don't play him as a traditional safety. He plays a hybrid position that makes him absolutely phenomenal. He made plays last night as a linebacker. He made plays 30 yards downfield last night. He made plays in the intermediate routes. Al Hamilton is becoming um, an unbelievable defender and a force on the defense, defensive side of football. Of course, everything changed last year once they traded for Roquan Smith. Yeah, he has been devastating in many cases. It seems like he's always right in the center of the action, which is huge. I heard him interviewed on Westwood One last night, and he was talking about uh, the you know the fact that they, they take such pride in the defense, and you can really feel that, that pride and that confidence. Uh, so then when it comes to the defense, w- with the pressure that's put on them, because the offense still at times does not put up the points that they can, would you say, though, that that's the better unit or would you still say the offense with Lamar Jackson? I say it's the most consistent unit. They forced four turnovers last night. Four turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Ravens matter 20 points total in that football game, not being able to score on the turnovers. I just, you know, I, I think the, the defense has been the most consistent uh, unit uh, on the bottom of the Ravens, the most reliable unit, because there's time where the offense really struggles. I don't think of one game where the defense maybe may, may have struggled a little bit. But overall, uh, in the uh, what is not 12 football games they played thus far, to me the defense has been the most consistent unit for this Baltimore Ravens team. 
Yeah, the only team that's giving up fewer points than the Ravens right now per game is the Niners. And we're talking about, uh, I mean, a tenth of a point is, is the difference. So essentially, they're each giving up 15 and a half points per game, which is pretty incredible. So the Ravens have the best record in the AFC at 9-3 and three going into the bye. What do you want them to do coming out of the bye? What do you need them to do coming out of the bye? Well, I need them to some of the guys that are banged up a little bit get healthy. Uh, and when they come out of the body, they clean up what you talked about, the red zone. Uh, you know, that's strategic. That's not, that's not always execution. Sometimes that's strategic, mm-hmm. um, the, the game plan. And, again, I believe they get a little bit too cute there. The Rams are a team that you, you, you can't just sleep on coming out of that body. You had the Jaguars, the 49ers, the Dolphins. And you close out the season with the Steelers. The offense has to be more consistent. Um, you know, you can't have your defense give you the ball back four times unexpectedly and you come away with very little. But they have to be a little bit more. To me, at times, it seems like the offense has an agenda and not a plan. Um, mm. You know, take what the defense gives you. Take what the defense gives you, and 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 not force your way into what you thought you were going to have before the game started. I think. Don't get me wrong. I'm 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 much more happy with this offense than I was last year. The year before, you know that, Amy. We talked about that several times. Right. But there's still some things that they can clean up. Uh, and I think you just you know that, that red zone offense is the one thing that I'm really concerned about moving forward. It is interesting, though, that this season we're seeing decidedly fewer plays that are designed runs for Lamar. And that, to me, you're talking about strategic. That seems strategic not only to keep your quarterback healthy, who finished the last two years completely banged up, um, but even as he goes over 5,000 yards rushing in so few games, still you want him to have a much longer life in the NFL. I do want him to have a much longer life in the NFL, but Lamar Jackson was drafted in the first round, back in the first round, no doubt. He was the first-round draft pick because of his ability to run. Don't take away what makes him special. Don't overthink it. That's what makes him special. When you take that away, I think he's a good passer. But what makes Lamar Jackson special is that ability to run the football. If I'm a DB and I'm 15, 20 yards downfield, and i got to keep up with Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham <laughs> Jr., well, i got to keep up with them while having an eye also on Lamar Jackson. That's difficult. I mean, it's just a, you play basketball. You play ball and man defenses in basketball. We had to do that on the football field. That's not easy to do. Mm-mm. It's not. So, you know, when, when Lamar grounds himself or strategically they ground him, you take away an element of the offense that no one else in the National Football League has. Um, so I don't want him to get to the point where they strip that away from him and the Ravens offense and Lamar is no longer special. Remember last year when we were talking about the the receivers that Lamar Jackson had and no one had more than two years of experience, right? So it, yep. he was the most experienced guy and he's still in his mid-20s. So adding Zay Flowers, who was a first-round pick, uh, he's starting now to find his footing. But they've also got a Nelson Aguilar and a Rashad Bateman, of course, adding Odell Beckham Jr. Now these are, not, I mean, Odell was a number one receiver, but we're not talking about guys that are going to blow you away. But I do like the fact that they've got some experience because you also have a couple of rookies in there, like a Keaton Mitchell as well, who's had a couple of great games this last month. These guys, they have reliable receivers. I can't tell you the last time I've been able to say that. They have <laughs> reliable receivers. They have receivers that will go and make a play for Lamar. Receivers that don't need the ball put on their numbers all the time. There were a couple of catches last night that were made where you saw receivers go up. Bateman went up and got the ball out of the air on a slant route. These guys are reliable receivers, and I know Lamar, it's, it's so much easier throwing the football when there's not the pressure of having to throw the perfect pass every time. And he's throwing a lot more perfect passes than he has in the past. 
But I think a lot of that is the freedom knowing, man, I can just throw it in this area. This guy's going to make a play for me. Rob, before before I ask you anything else, did you see, I'm sure that you did, but maybe other people did not catch it, that Zay Flowers was trying to explain his his touchdown celebration to Lamar Jackson? It was about throwing the bouquet at a wedding reception. which caught, Lamar was having nothing up. Yeah, he was having none up. Lamar wanted nothing to do with it. He actually gave him a face and, like, turned and walked away. Like, dude, that is, what are you doing? And so said, it made me laugh. He said, he said something of the effect. You got to practice that. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering that I'm getting married in not even three weeks, it caught my attention. But I thought, okay, that's funny that a bunch of dudes would come up with that as their their touchdown celebration. <laughs> how many how many people you think are going to run for the bouquet at your wedding? Oh, uh, I mean, there's going to be a fair number. Well, it's a pretty small group, but a fair number of like single women. So I wouldn't be surprised. They might run from it though. <laughs> no, not wanting to be in the spotlight. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay, so before I let you go, then they're going into the, their bye at nine and three. That division obviously is still really good, even though it's seen quarterback iterations and a bunch of injuries. What are your impressions of the AFC North through these twelve weeks? First of all, they're going into the bye winning six of the last seven games. Mm-hmm. You gotta love that. You know, that's, that's not ignoring They're winning six of the last seven. The AFC North is a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, quarterbacks that's not going to get it done. Cincinnati Bengals are going to fall. They have no quarterback. Uh, the, the Browns may have one fewer quarterback than they had start the game yesterday, and I wasn't impressed with that group. The Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, they're the only, only the two teams in the, national, in, in the uh, AFC North that have their opening day starting quarterback, and I'm mm-hmm. not impressed with picking. It's going to come down to the quarterback. Uh, in this division, and and also coaching. And for that reason, the Pittsburgh Steelers will come in here week 18 with a chance to either get into the playoffs or win the AFC North because it's Mike Tomlin. I mean, I just – are we going to stop acting like Mike Tomlin? Is it Mike Tomlin? I mean, Not me. Crazy. The guy, all he does is win. That's all he does. And, and because of that, he's going to find himself in position to get into the postseason in week 18. Like I said, I don't know whether they have to win it to get in – well, they may be in a position to win the AFC North. I don't know. I think I'm thinking more in line of they'll be in a wild card position because I don't think uh, they'll be able to run with the Ravens the, uh, over the next what five weeks or so, five games. Uh, but I, I think you have two uh, playoff teams from this division because I don't think much of the Browns right now. Uh, that's a ship sinking. I think the Bengals that ship has sailed already for the for the season. Yeah, it's unfortunate uh, because of the quarterback injuries are affecting teams all over. But one thing is is sure is if you keep your quarterback upright and healthy, uh, well, then you uh, can separate yourself. And, unless you are the Buffalo Bills, who I can't even explain them right now. Isn't, isn't it funny with so many rules to protect the quarterback? <laughs> yeah. So many quarterbacks are still getting hurt. Right, right. Half the NFL is, yeah, is dealing I mean, they, with. They have so many rules yeah. to protect them, and it's still not working. Mm. All right, you can find Rob on Twitter. He's fired up. He's passionate. Already had his coffee, and he's drinking the purple Kool-Aid with the Ravens. So, at Rob Along Sports, and then on the Big Bad Morning Show, getting set for their uh, turn, talking about Sunday Night Football. Great to have you. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I think you said the name of my show so much because of that time I didn't know the name of yours. Well, because I just want to point out that professionals actually do know the name of the show that their host, their guests are coming from. I mean... (laughs) Just want to make sure we're on the same page here, Rob. <laughs> I would never call my show the Amy Lawrence show. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Talk All right, soon. Have, have a good one. And, and uh, good luck and God bless you on your wedding. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I give Rob crap. Subtly, though, because, I mean, he had me on as a guest and didn't know the name of my show. What, seriously? And yet, whatever he calls, I still answer. All right. On Twitter, A Law Radio. On our Facebook page, too. I've got actually a point to make about the quarterbacks, what he was saying, because Jake Browning was the 50th different QB to start a game this season. How does that rank in NFL history? We'll get to that and we'll sprinkle in the time we've got left. A little more week 12. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Best. Second and 10 at the Dallas 43. Howells back, throws it. Oh, look out. Picked off. It's Bland. It's Bland. He's got one man to beat at the 20. He cuts left. He breaks the tackle at the 10. He did it again. The whole defense is going to put Bland in the kettle. That is unbelievable. That's the most pick sixes in one season in NFL history, five touchdowns. Where did you come from? 
This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. One of the highlights of Thanksgiving Day, Turkey Day, if you will, and it was a lopsided laugher at AT&T Stadium as the Cowboys moved to 8-3, and three, and it was late in the game. So if you turned it off because, it, I don't know, because they had the game well in hand because the fourth quarter was... A coronation because people were eating turkey and dropping teammates into kettles, whatever. Well, you missed this moment. NFL history. Most interceptions returned for touchdowns in a single season. Five for Deron Bland and the incredulous Brad Sham on Dallas Cowboys radio. So, yeah, Dak and Zach haha, were eating turkey leg with still six minutes to go in the game, right? So this is what we're talking about. He's already had his fourth touchdown pass. Uh, The offense is getting fat and happy because the game is well in hand. And then Deron Bland joins the party. So the Dallas Cowboys, as much as people will point to them and say, well, they pad their stats against teams that are not nearly as good as they are. Well, that's true. But they also protect their home field, which is something that's notable. 13th consecutive win at AT AT&T Stadium, and they tie a team record. Seven wins by at least 20 points. Uh, And so this is a team that can flex its muscles. Now, can they do it against the best of the NFC? Can they do it against the 49ers if they get another shot? Can they protect the lead against the Eagles, which they did not do a couple weeks ago? But it is a lot of fun to watch them play. And if you were... In a turkey coma, or you were busy getting dessert, or you just felt like taking a a nap on the holiday, well, maybe you missed the Duran Blades to go back and watch it again. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, in the NFC East, we've got the Eagles, who are now 10-1, and one, and Jalen Hurts, who has a career-high five touchdowns on Sunday. This is against the Bills for them coming after halftime. So those are your top two teams, of course, in the NFC East. And it's not nearly as thick a division or as competitive a division as it was a year ago uh, because the Commanders, well, they're headed for a lot of changes. They're headed for a complete rebuild with the new owners. But believe it or not, now the Giants have the same record as the Commanders. Um, They were hosting the Patriots on Sunday. This game in the rain at MetLife Stadium. And, you know, it's Tommy DeVito for the Giants starting now because Daniel Jones is on IR. Um, It's just a... A game that if you didn't watch, it was okay. Um, but between the the quarterback issues for the Patriots, in other words, they they don't have a quarterback. That's the problem for them. Mac Jones gets the start. He's benched again after a pair of first half interceptions. But that's to the Giants' credit because even as they're starting Tommy DeVito, they've got nine takeaways in two weeks. And while they may be feasting, that's a good Thanksgiving word, on lesser offenses, I mean, it's impressive to see a defense come away with that many turnovers. Uh, so, yeah, they go from Mac Jones to Bailey Zappi for, for the Patriots. And he actually does leave a touchdown drive to start the third quarter. Um, and it's 7-7 seven to seven for what felt like eternity. Just forever. Uh, But then Zappi throws a pick because they all throw picks in New England. And the Giants are able to put a field goal through the uprights middle of the fourth quarter. True to form for the Patriots this year. That actually stands up because New England misses a 35-yard kick with three seconds left that would have forced overtime. Just for fun, let's listen to the Patriots call. 
Beringer with his right knee down, the rookie punter will hold. He shows Cardona his right hand. In the sprinter's stance, Ryland waits. Cardona snaps it. Beringer holds it. Ryland kicks it. It clears the line. Airborne to the uprights. It's no it. good. It. It's no good. And it hooks left with three seconds to go. And the Giants are going to win it by a field goal after the missed kick by the rookie Ryland. I mean, it's just uncomfortable listening to hear the lilt in Bob Soshi's voice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Patriots radio. I- By a field goal. <laughs> so awkward. Also awkward is trying to get any type of an answer about quarterback in New England. Um, I mean, Bill Belichick won't really give any answers. Mac Jones continues to say all the right things, but it's just it's painful to listen to now. I just try to control what I can control and oh, um, whatever reps I get in practice just, just needs stop. to carry over to the game. And I'm definitely prepared. I just haven't been putting a good product on the field. It's tough. Yeah, for sure. Um, I always try to just control what I can control and let you the external factors um, be the external factors. And uh, really just <laughs> got to look in the mirror and again and keep going at it. Oh. I'm not going to quit. So uh. that's all I can do. I give him credit for that. I really do. But it's painful to hear him now. It's so awkward. And he's clearly having a confidence crisis. I mean, the, the guy is is hesitant and he's a mess. He knows that he could get pulled at any mistake and he's he's a mess. So I feel for him. But the Patriots have got to figure out the quarterback spot because clearly they've got a major void. Speaking of QBs. When Jake Browning started, the 50th different quarterback to start a game this season, but believe it or not, that's down from last year. Through week 12 of last season, 53 different starting quarterbacks. But we know there's been a record in terms of rookies. We've seen 10 rookies start this season, so that's different. But yeah, quarterbacks may have all the rules in the world to protect them. They still get hurt. Maybe they're they're soft. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 